Kia ora and welcome to the Circuit Podcast. My name is Moya Lawson and today I'm joined by two artists, Shi Lee, who has flown down from Tamaki Makoto to be with us today, and Connor Fitzgerald, who's based here in Pornaki. Kia ora, Zee. Kia ora, Moya. <laughs> Kia ora, Connor. Kia ora. How are you guys today? All good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming. Yeah, going good. <laughs> cool. Today we'll be talking about Z and Connor's respective explorations of the digital avatar. The avatar is an ever-expanding subject in contemporary video practice. It has proven itself capable of, ho- of hosting a range of intentions and possibilities, moving beyond the constraints of our physical embodiment. These avatars can take their own names and propel an artist's ideas. Examples ranging from Skawinati's XOX to Xiao Fei's China Tracy. In an era of national lockdowns and increased virtual living, such work has also taken on new meaning and potential. So I thought we would start with something quite broad, what you think an avatar is in general. I will go first. So in the past, avatar was used to mythology to describe the transformation of God into earliest beings. But today mm-hmm. we use avatar to describe the process of transformation of ourselves into the virtual world. This is where we create uh, images to portray ourselves on social platforms, games, and artistic creations. Yeah. 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 Conan, your thoughts? Mm. Like I kind of see an avatar as a tool for expression and exploration and play mm-hmm. and a other body or other being that you can embody to explore these new worlds and spaces yeah it's like a medium within itself right Mm -hmm. that manifests in so many different ways both artistic and in technology and we'll unpack that as we go along Uh, maybe you can take this question Connor where and how did you first encounter avatars and this doesn't need to be in an artistic context but it can be well like I've been playing video games like a very long time and I Mm -hmm. feel like my kind of age group really grew up like on the internet and on video games and Mm. things like that. And like one, like I, like even like club penguin or something, Mm -hmm. like being able to like dress up these characters and name them and do little things and was like a very like early, but like quite like fundamental experience with avatars i got similar experience with you too Mm. yeah in my childhood i was introduced uh, to mythology from stories tv and especially Mm. japanese anime and cult movies yeah Yeah. so many of the stories were about magical ideas such as character transformation Mm -hmm. yeah that's so cool so i believe the growing up in this have been influenced to me yeah it's funny because I feel like when you talk about the avatar, it has to also be a conversation about generation mm. yeah. because there are artists like Xiaofei who didn't necessarily grow up around video games in the same kind of entrenched way mm. and they saw it as an opportunity 
to use it as a medium to explore these ideas. Whereas with the works that we're about to kind of talk about, they do kind of come from literally being born and growing up Mm. around all these different ideas and manifestations of the avatar. Mm. So from there, we can maybe move on to talk about the particular works and projects that I wanted to discuss with you two today. Angel, which is a 2019 work by Connor, and then all the works that surround that and and the ideas, and Xi's Brain Island series, which began in 2019 and is ongoing. Xi, do you want to begin by describing your Brain Island series? What does it depict? What it's about? Yes, sure. Brain Island means the word I create in my mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the Brain Island series discuss the problems from different directions. That is the formation of individuals in the context yeah, of modern society and also the imagination of the world and self-identity. Yeah. Because this is a long-term project, so it currently has three works of art. Yeah. So the first work is called Brian Island New Essentialism. So this is an essay film, and this is about uh, interacted ways philosophy, and especially Winston essentialism. So this is a convert and essentialism to explore the age-old questions of who am I? Mm. Yeah, so the second word is called Brown Island Hyperreal City. This is a full of experimental digital images. It shows a postmodern, fantasy-like, multi-dimensional space. I played many characters myself, uh, including people, virtual people, God. For example, some of the characters are managers and mm. some of are citizens. So and, and you play kind of deities. Yeah, and, yeah, I performance them. So it's quite interesting concept to me. Yeah. So the last work is Brown Island Hyperreal City 2. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe adventure game. So the game is based on the development of Hyperreal City video. Mm-hmm. So in the game, players will be experience a visual journey from the perspective of a reader. It's still in being updated, so please look forward to the nice yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when you go in it you're kind of given all of these options to it's it's almost yeah. like a video game. Yeah. In the way that you experience yes. it and the way you've designed it, right? Yes, you can yeah. use the first version like first person's version to join the game and play with the stories. Yeah. And maybe Connor, do you want to describe your own work, Angel? It's very different, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was coming from a different perspective when I was making Angel of like this world was already laid out and mm-hmm. already existing and already had like preconceived pathways and stories for you to go down. Yeah. You've repurposed footage that you've directed yourself Mm. from the video game Skyrim right yeah yeah Yeah, Angel was the character they created that I was playing in Angel and the work is kind of just like a 52 53 minute gameplay footage of Mm. me just walking around and exploring and swimming in the water and directing the camera in like interesting ways and Mm. letting the world that I was in direct me or let the world inform what I was going to do in that world. It's sort of 
surrealist in a different way from how she is kind of employing those ideas. The viewer sort of moves in and out of this central character, Angel, who sort of floats through this very beautiful world, which you sort of make more beautiful in what you look at and what you put your focus into, right? Yeah. What kind of ideas drove the making of it? When I went to go make this work, it was intuitive. It was just mm. like, I felt like I really wanted to make a work exploring avatars. And at the time, I really thought it was just about me being interested in video games. Mm -hmm. And then once I made the work and let it sit for a while, I realized how tied it was to my identity and mm -hmm. how really important it was for my own practice and wider research as well around yeah. like transness and yeah. And and how, how that could be visualized, right? Mm. Without necessarily totally giving itself over to mm. its audience. Visualizing in a real like active way and yeah. like, you're literally like controlling and embodying and customizing mm. and completely allowing this character or avatar that you've created to be like a projection of yourself. Yeah. Gee, maybe I'll ask you on the tail of that. Kind of similar to Connor, who the avatar is is really important and how that image of a person in a virtual world translate is very important and you are the avatar you've put yourself exactly yeah. into it with green screen technology and mm -hmm. you've taken all these different alter egos right yeah, yeah. do you want to explain the process behind that mm -hmm. why you've put yourself into your work as the avatar yes sure the reason i use avatar is quite interesting because i got an opportunity in early 2019 i think mm -hmm. yes I just make a performance project at a time. So I want to figure out what his performance was. So I auditioned for a drama in Auckland mm -hmm. and I got the opportunity to play role of a robot. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. So that's a really, really interesting opportunity. So uh, when I'm playing that robot, I suddenly want to understand if I regard myself as a robot, a virtual person or a different character it will become quite interesting to like at, look at the world and human society from their respective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is my starting point of making Avatar. Were you interested in drama as an aside or as, was drama a way to explore your artistic practice? Because I feel like when you perform, you have to very converse that you are that characters. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, when playing that drama, I feels like I'm in that robot. So mm -hmm. I'm that robot. So this is quite fresh feeling to me. I want to put in this idea to my work too. Yeah, yeah shows a really different personality yeah. around me, or showing different identity. Yes, mm. this is what I thought at that time. Yeah, yeah, because there is something quite robotic about avatar technology, right? Yes, that is maybe an older generational perspective of what avatars are. Mm -hmm. Avatars are things without feeling or without real weight yeah. in the way we think about how we move through the physical world, which is something that both of your works are really countering. And with you saying it being like really robotic and it, it's out there, it's not actually like in the real world. Mm. I feel like avatars 
and that kind of exploration that you can do with them in a really like safe space and you get to completely experiment with whatever you want to do in that space and that can like bleed into life into like real life later on I thought it would be interesting to talk about how both of you have been quite experimental with the kind of technologies that you use. Maybe we could start with G by talking about how you make these very beautiful, detailed worlds Mm -hmm. that are also, in your case, very structured. Do you want to explain how you approach making these worlds, obviously within this Western philosophical framework? Mm -hmm. How do you move beyond them and become quite expressive with what you're making. Yes, the reason I want to create a virtual world, especially Brown Island series, Mm -hmm. because in recent years, the political propaganda of various positions has disturbed me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just feel really, really bad when I every time look in the social media and the news. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know which one is true and which one is false. So I deeply believe that our view on the same things should be have nothing to do with black and white and even more so on with right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, it's just more about when we look at the same things, but we standing in different angles and see things differently. Yes, yeah. we are seeing things from different positions. So I decide, well, since I cannot figure out the truth and false. And the news makes me feel very bad. So I want to create the own world yeah. that in my control. So you become a god, actually, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You can control the world that you want and you can create the character that you want to yeah. It exist. Yeah. yeah. So I just start to make him Brad Allen this series. And when I make him that, especially the landscape in that environment, Basically, I choose the, my background culture style because I grew up in Harbin, China. Yeah, and Yeah, that's a really beautiful city. Mm-hmm. And because the temperature in there is so cold, so we got so many ice building. Yeah, yeah. the real ice building that you can play with that. Yeah. It's like a big architectural sculpture, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that are lit up with all the kinds of colours that come into your work. Yes. I just use the background memory mm-hmm. of the architectures into my work. So yeah, that's what it looks like and yeah. that's what has happened. Yeah. yeah. So it's very much a personal manifestation of exactly. of almost like your own utopia, right? Yeah, my own utopia, yeah. exactly. While still sort of battling with these very heavy overarching pressures and politics yes yeah yeah, exactly for me use avatar is a way to understand my own world i put so many different type of culture i just mix them together Mm -hmm. and including religions dreams cities ideologies and political propaganda so the avatar allows me to develop my understanding and modeling of the world from different directions, which means uh, when I built the Brown Island series, I just 
uh, basically put all my knowledge in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I read a lot philosophy books, and I yeah. try to put all my understanding of the world into that process. Yeah. yeah, and and you've kind of woven it all together into this very visual experience. Yeah, as well, exactly. right? Yeah, and, and you've translated it to a virtuality. Yeah, as much as like a conceptual framework, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Connor, I know that Angel is the only work that has been viewed publicly that explores the avatar through video footage. Mm -hmm. Do you want to explain how you make your work, what surrounds that part of your practice? Mm. Well, I have worked with avatars before that I didn't end up showing anywhere. I made Angel in 2019 and then... In 2018, I also made a few works using an avatar. But when I was making those, it was even like more out of just like a weird feeling of that I had to do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any sort of big identity politic kind of ideas around it. Or mm. And actually, I made these two works on Second Life where I had this yeah. character that I named Baby Boy because that was my old Instagram handle. Mm -hmm. And those works, I had this girl character. And one of the works is actually very similar to Angel in the way that I was just walking around and exploring the space Mm -hmm. and having this person that reflected more of something that I liked than myself or something. Mm -hmm. But when I made those, I felt really like appropriative or maybe misogynist using a female character because I hadn't really fully come to terms with my transness Mm. but it was this interesting thing to reflect on that this avatar can come first without you even knowing what it means so those works aren't the strongest works or the most interesting works but for me Mm. they're quite important for my practice Mm -hmm. and same with Angel my practice now is quite different to what I did then and I'm not sure if I will go back to using avatars but it was a really important work for me to make to be able to move forward and make and explore other things yeah it was like a really good it's like a step right yeah 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 do you want to explain maybe how it feeds into and or differs from what you're working on at the moment I haven't really thought about it much but I made this work with all these dancing girls, like in gifts and stuff. It was all digital and it was all really feminine bodies. All these characters and avatars were reflections of myself. Like I was kind of like, this is me dancing Mm -hmm. alone in my room. This is me exploring Skyrim or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now the focus has shifted more on myself. Like it's Mm -hmm. not me going oh, it's not about Connor, it's about Angel. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. not about me, it's about Baby Boy. Mm -hmm. It's like now I'm like, it it was always about me and it is about me now, but now I'm kind of putting more the focus on myself and Mm -hmm. making it more personal and exploring like more real world things and more more like personal themes and content for my work, I guess, yeah. Because you've moved quite naturally into the written word and poetry 
which sort of is central to works like Close mm. Your Eyes. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Mm. Like when I made Angel, I was writing was still a really important part of my practice mm. as well. I would write in the perspective of Angel mm. and I wrote two or three poems from the perspective of Angel. Like, mm. I, like, as, like I was writing as I was Angel and I'd be like, oh, like... Because Angel's an orc from Skyrim. Mm -hmm. And I'd be writing like, oh, wow, my hair is so beautiful. And I love how my teeth cascade from my mouth. And, mm -hmm. oh, I, I love the green color of my skin. And mm -hmm. I love living in 13th century Europe. <laughs> yeah, like very much just kind of hyperbolizing yeah. that avatar physicality, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I guess that writing has shifted more so on a more personal tone and a more focusing on myself and I've let that writing really inform my new work with yeah. the most recent work I made with yeah. Close Your Eyes Make a Wish. It was a poem that I used as a script for the film that I made. Yeah. And yeah, I guess writing is always like gone in and out of my practice constantly. Like mm -hmm. it's sometimes I let it completely lead and sometimes I let it come out of my work. Gee, maybe we could talk about what you're working on at the moment and whether Brain Island is continuing to develop or whether you're moving on. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm just doing another project because the purpose of the Brain Island series is discussion of ideology and social cognitions. So this means it's our outlook on the world and values cannot change all the time. Yeah. And so, it's from the self and yeah. your own identity, right? It is. So I hope I can just leave this project for a while and mm. receive more understanding of the world and myself before I start to discussion mm. and create a new work. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm making another new project. It's called Spirit Eater. So mm. this is about a 3D modeling digital movies. Yes. Yeah. So the work shows a relationship with capital logic and consumerism, mm -hmm. the sincerity of spectacle, yeah, yeah. yeah, and the pseudo environments. Those yeah. big Winston, yeah, yeah, big I Western really like, yeah, I really <laughs> like to talk about those really deep questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. but you kind <laughs> always of always giving me the yeah, lots challenge. Of, <laughs> yeah, lots of challenges, but you kind of turn them on their head as well, yeah. right? In the way that you have made your very own visual language out of their ideas and yeah. their kind of inspiration it is. more so than st structures, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. And yeah, so what does this what does the work look like and where is it going? It's still in process, eh? Oh, that's a secret, but it's <laughs> okay. not gonna be a secret soon. Yeah. yeah. I will be updated on my on my website. Yeah. yeah. But uh, basically it's about another hyper real world. What do you think the avatar means um, for our younger generation. I think in the past, the avatar just showing on the TV and films and television works, but it's now about everyone can make their own character and avatar. So yeah, their own world. Yeah, so and it will be developed into a new form in society and culture, I think, in mm. future. This is linked to the connecting reality and fantasy. Avatar contains in the past, present, and future. Yeah. Yes. I really thinking it will be changing future, and yeah. it will be really influence us. Yeah, and influence how we kind of 
think about what's possible, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was like, and when we were in lockdown, like I got really into Animal Crossing. Mm. And that was huge yeah. in the lockdown. And like that, like that little girl I was playing as, like little angel, mm. she like really like carried me through, you know, like yeah. this world I was like, this little island I was creating and like my little villages and like me, like it, it was like just like a world to like escape into. Yeah. That was like really, really important for me, I think, to like mm. get through that lockdown mm. um and yeah i feel like it, it almost came in like a perfect time like i mean i've seen a lot of people talk about how animal crossing coming out as the lockdown happened was like perfect timing because mm. i mean like me and my friends would like go to each other's islands while we were like not able to see each other and would yeah. like you know yeah, like, like yeah. it was this like weird kind of space that we could inhabit and actually hang out in some weird kind of way. Yeah. And as a kind of relief, right? Mm. In, in, a, in a strange virtual reality kind of way, you, mm. you felt relief being able to engage mm. in that way. Yeah. yeah. I think I have another thing I want to say. Mm -hmm. And because now Avatar has another meaning, another level of the meanings. Mm. So today's Avatar represent that only imagination can be different our identity yeah and avatars are completely free of the natural conditions mm -hmm. yeah so that would be so crazy but i really think like that yeah. yeah there's just this whole new avenue of thinking about where we're going and what that can look like and yeah. how we can think about these big questions like who we are and how we are embodied in this world and it's been awesome to talk to you two about your work and thank you for coming in and being so honest and open about all your ideas and where you're going it's been a real pleasure thank, thank you, you. Moria. thank you so much yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thanks for having us